0: Welcome to Bravo Maestra, I'm Kalisa, and I'm going to be talking about the season finale of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This episode was so dramatic. The music, the sound effects, the evidence just popping up on screen, all the flashbacks. It was so good from start to finish, so let's just get right into it. So at the very beginning, they set it up all kind of spooky and ominous looking and like dark and sto- dark and stormy, like the drink. Okay, I got it now. Oh my gosh. All right. Anyways, dark and stormy. And it was cutting between like windy island scenes and then Heather talking to the ladies, like having a little secret meeting out on the beach. Um, and it was all dark looking, like they had a dark filter over it. And then it would cut to the ladies yelling at each other at the table. It gave me chills. It was very well done. I was like, all right, this is gonna be really good. Um, and then it cuts to eight hours earlier. And so it lightens up and you know the dark filter's off and the ladies are all waking up. And I just thought, wow, the relationships with these women are all over the place and i feel like they've been all over the place between each other all season and it's kind of been hard to keep track of and i feel like it's it's not just this season i feel like salt lake salt lake city kind of tends to be that way like wait a minute who's mad at who why wait they're friends again when did that happen wait they're friends with that person but they're not talking i don't know salt lake city really just like whitney said last episode, they give me whiplash, their relationships give me whiplash (laughs) Um, more than any of the other cities. But yeah, Whitney was mad at Heather for quote unquote sex shaming her with her book, but then Heather read the entire passage to her and Whitney supposedly signed off on it um I don't know and then Heather was calling her crazy and then I guess Whitney was able to like cool down and wanted to talk to Heather about it but Heather wasn't ready to talk to Whitney and didn't want to talk with her so Whitney was telling Monica that she took that moment to grieve the loss of her friend which I'm not even gonna go there honestly like that whole situation makes me really uncomfortable so I don't even want (laughs) to I don't even want to go there with Whitney. Um, But then Monica decides to tell Whitney that Lisa said, oh, Whitney was just being dramatic. Oh, she must be somewhere being all dramatic. And so then Whitney tells Monica, well, that's rich coming from Lisa. Lisa's the dramatic one yelling on the yacht at Meredith. And that reminded me of that whole situation of Lisa and Meredith supposedly being good again. And then lisa lovely lisa just losing her mind on meredith on the boat but then being friends with her again like a half hour later on the bus um so yeah just whiplash from these ladies and the relationships um and then it shows angie going down to the kitchen and she was talking with i don't know if it was the house manager or who he was but i made a note that angie just seems like doesn't she seem kind of wholesome? Like just the comments she was making, like she told him, oh, thank you so much. Granola, you're keeping us fit with this granola for our bikinis or something like that. And, oh, this is so beautiful. No wonder we all don't want to go home. And then (laughs) I loved in the episode, the pirate episode when they're in the cave and and Angie's about to like get into the confrontation and I think she got a little bit nervous. And so she was like, you know getting herself kind of pumped up like all right yeah it's my turn to fight but she's a little bit nervous it seems so she's like i'm just gonna wet my whistle <laughs> and she like takes a sip of her drink and just the fact that she says things like i'm gonna wet my whistle um like in the heat of a confrontation just made me think like oh, she just seems so wholesome and then it made me wonder like how was she friends with jen shaw like how how i don't know anyways then heather meets with whitney i guess whitney went down to her room and heather was ready to talk with her and i felt like heather was pretty patient with whitney after the whole scene the night before like running down the streets of bermuda yelling about the book and exploitation and whatever um I don't know. I thought it was very confusing and I feel kind of like Heather must just be exhausted from the back and forth with Whitney and maybe she was just like, I just need to be the bigger person. Like it's not worth fighting with her. Again, I'm basing this off of just like nothing. I'm making all of that up. (laughs) I'm projecting my own thoughts onto Heather. Hopefully they'll talk about that at the reunion, but it just seemed like it's not worth fighting about because it literally doesn't even make any sense. And I don't know if, you know, on Whitney's part, if a producer was maybe like, in Whitney's ear, like, oh, Whitney, like, so in Heather's book, like she talks about like, you being all like comfortable being sexy and stuff. But like, she doesn't want to talk about anything that has to do with sex. Like, isn't that hypocritical? You should say something. And then Whitney just ran with it, again, I this is all alleged, alleged, alleged. That was, that was the second place. (laughs) That was the second option for naming. My podcast was going to be allegedly alleged. Um, because I'm just basing this off with absolutely nothing but my own thoughts and opinions, but it just, I feel like Whitney is really reaching there. And that's the only thing I can think of is that she's getting some little whispers in her ear and then totally running with it. Um, And yeah, they kind of just decide to be over it. I guess It, it again, whiplash. It was over like as soon as it started. It was crazy. And then they go out to go on mopeds to go shopping. And I feel like they didn't spend enough time on this or like maybe I missed something. But Heather made a comment that Meredith hasn't been behind the wheel since the eighties and then it cuts to Meredith and like they ask Meredith, Oh, when's the last time you drove a car and she didn't know, is this something we've known about Meredith that like she never drives. And then when I started thinking about it, I was like, yeah, I don't think we've ever seen Meredith drive. Have we? And like, have we ever talked about this? Is this ever addressed? And I'm just like totally blanking on this, but I want to know more about that because that, is interesting like they live in salt lake city they don't live in new york city you know i don't know i thought that was interesting and i wanted to know more and then <laughs> and then what meredith was wearing like a long blazer it almost was like it reminded me of a robe like it was very long and i swear it like tied at the waist and i was like you're in bermuda on mopeds like what are you wearing and i think it was like tweed i swear it was a tweed long blazer it was very it was a choice anyways the whole moped scene stressed me out have you guys ever driven one i haven't and i do not understand how tourists are just allowed to go take them out like hello monica literally basically ran into the sprinter van and the poor guy was like yelling at her like screaming at her being like you're gonna die and then even at the beginning when he was like or when the guys running the running the moped rentals was like one at a time i don't know if anybody caught that but i caught that because it was stressing me out that um he was shouting at them one at a time because all of a sudden all the women just took off in separate directions and i was like oh my goodness these poor you know moped rental people having to deal with these crazy women um But yeah, I'm glad they made it safely. That was very stressful. But Bermuda looks beautiful. Like their whole little drive and then walking around the shops, I was just like, wow, I have never been, but I really want to go now. So Good job, (laughs) good job tourism company that helped sponsor this episode. Um, So now they all go shopping. And then in the perfumery, it was Monica, Heather and Angie. And did you guys catch this comment? Again, I just feel like I latch onto random things that are said and I don't let go. So I don't know if it was like the owner of the shop or a saleswoman or whoever it was working in the store made a comment that like one of the scents that one of the women picked up was recovered from a shipwreck, like a shipwreck in Bermuda, like off of Bermuda or whatever. And I was like, is that a thing? Like, I literally wanna research this. Like, how does that work? And I'm really not trying to be like dumb. Do they go and just pull a bottle out and they're still in it and then they, they sell that in like little bottles? Like, I, I understand that, but does that still smell good? I just feel like it would be old and like Kathy Hilton said, like rotten. (laughs) I don't understand how that works. And then my second thought is I just thought of Ariel and I was like, wait, but I kind of want it. Like that sounds really interesting to me. Um, And then, of course, like they have to have the silly scene of like Heather not having her card, which I was like, how do you not have your card? Like you knew you were going shopping and you brought your purse like Where is your card? Are you not stressed out about it? Like there was no sense of urgency at all, but like, okay. And then Angie had a picture of her credit card. And again, I'm not trying to be dumb. Like, is this a thing that people do? They just go shopping with a picture of their credit card? I don't know. I mean, I guess I have like a digital card. Is that the same thing? I don't know. Now I feel dumb. Please don't judge me if that's something stupid, but I thought that was weird. Anyways, then, of course, Monica's card doesn't work and then it works. Ha ha ha. It was a little funny when she, you know, commented to the saleswoman like, oh, yeah, you know, these bitches were thinking like, oh, of course, her card doesn't work or something. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Then they all leave and they head back to the house and they're getting ready for dinner. And um this is when the infamous heather phone call happens the one that we kept seeing in the trailer and all the previews and all of that stuff and i'm pretty sure this is when that phone call happens like i don't know about you guys but all the flashbacks always confuse me <laughs> i'm like can we just stay in chronological order of what's happening because i don't do well with time travel um but i loved it um but yeah so that phone call happens and they're going down to the dinner and again everything was so dramatic the dinner was dramatic and it's not just the editing like yes the editing was very dramatic with like the lighting and the sound effects and the music and the whatever but even the weather it was dark and stormy like the sky was dark it was windy the waves were crashing behind them um And of course they have to put the dinner tables in a triangle and not only that but i don't know if you guys noticed but they put like a they lit up the tables there was like long um oh my gosh there's probably a word for it i'm totally blanking but like long light bulbs along the edge of the tables so that it was a lit up triangle i don't know i just was like of course um and then they have the dolls from the pioneer day <laughs> that they made and so I feel like that added to like the creepy effect that they just had these like dolls um like almost like voodoo doll vibe maybe that was just me I don't know maybe I'm just making that up but it it just gave like a little creepy factor to it um and and then they, of course, have to do a game. And it's like, oh, Bermuda is an island of mystery. And so now we're going to each pick up our doll and ask, a like, say a mystery that we want solved about each other or something like that. And up first is Whitney. And she is wondering, <laughs> of course, why it's OK for Lisa to be dramatic, but not Whitney. And I thought our lovely lb handled it very well she was saying um like she kept her cool for a while just being like no like i did like yeah i did say that but yeah and you know of course whitney wants to start something like she always does and is like oh but you get to be dramatic on the boat but i can't and lb's like yeah, no, I was being dramatic. We can all be a dramatic. And I feel like Whitney was kind of annoyed that like Lisa wasn't falling for it. And I was really happy that Lisa like just owned it and was like, yeah, no, I was dramatic, but we all can be dramatic. So there you go. And like she did, Lisa, of course, did get heated, but I felt like she handled it really well. I did like that. And then <laughs> then it was Meredith's turn and Meredith was wondering her mystery was about Heather. And she was wondering why she didn't get more support from Heather. And I thought this, I try to think about it, but again, I get whiplash from trying to keep track of the relationships between these women, because I was like, wait, what? Like r- literally like head back and forth, like what is your problem with Heather? And she said like, oh, because I've known you for years and I didn't get enough support. And I'm like, well, you could kind of say that about anybody, but um like you've known all these women for like the same amount of time as heather if not longer and why is your problem with heather but anyways and (laughs) i just love meredith's quote-unquote accent like we just never know what sounds are gonna come out of her mouth right like we never know how she's gonna pronounce things like what emphasis she's gonna put on words um what tone what volume what levels and in this instance um, my favorite was when she said well in the cave you didn't speak up for me at all uh oh, I loved it that was a moment that I rewinded and replayed because <laughs> it was so funny in the cave you didn't speak up for me at all and I guess I was getting confused by by her and heather their little back and forth she was saying that she's matured and she's able to answer things calmly um and that's like why she wasn't getting all worked up and upset in the cave which i appreciate because you know not yes it is i it sounds terrible but it is enjoyable to see these people flip out sometimes but it is also nice to have a balance of like not flipping out and Honestly, responding in a mature way, it is okay to just sit quietly and listen and just be like, okay, you think that I did this? I'm telling you I didn't. All right. I'm not going to scream back. Like, there, that is an appropriate response, too. So I liked her saying that. Um, And then Heather, I think, again, is like, similar to Whitney, she's trying to get a rise out of Meredith and is like, well, we all believed Monica over you about the DMs. And you were just sitting there all calm and Meredith's like, yeah. And Heather seemed like shocked by that. And then it kind of just ends there again. It's like, oh, okay," (laughs) And so it's Heather's turn to bring up a mystery. And this is when, you know, this is when all the real stuff that we came to the season finale for happens. Um, Heather has a mystery about Monica and she wants to know who is the real Monica. And that's when another flashback happens to two hours earlier. And this is when Heather is having the like secret meeting on the beach, which I was wondering was ma. Monica not wondering where everybody was and not like looking out the window and being like, why is everybody else out there and not me? Like, but then Angie wasn't out there either. And I made a note of that later. Like, was this whole thing, like was dinner like totally blindsiding Angie or was maybe Angie and Monica doing something together while the other ladies were having the secret meeting on the beach. And like, so Monica wasn't, you know, wondering where all the ladies were. I don't know. And I would like to know what was going on because I like to know everything. <laughs> um, and so. Yes, so the secret meeting on the beach was so dramatic. I loved it. And Lisa Barlow cracks me up. So Heather is standing by herself on the beach and I think Whitney comes down first and is like, what's going on? You're freaking me out. And Heather's like, just give me a moment. Let's wait for everybody. And, um, you know, Heather starts to kind of like well up and then i think lisa comes and then meredith comes so of course one at a time they're walking down the beach all dramatic i love i'm saying it in a like sarcastic funny way but i absolutely loved it it was so dramatic and ridiculous and i loved it but lisa's like um <laughs> you're gonna cry heather and heather starts to like you know well up so then lisa starts to well up and i don't know why but it cracked me up like just walking up to someone who looks upset and just being like you're gonna cry (laughs) lisa just cracks me up she is such a character such a character i love her for this show she is amazing um and then so oh so I made a note and I wanted to say I wanted to talk a little bit about this and it's something that I noticed about Meredith so yes Meredith can be an oddball we never know what's going to come out of her mouth you know how she carries herself is a little different how she like disengages and has disengaged in the past how she dresses it's always a blazer and you know like the tweed robe to go mopedding in Bermuda is a choice um all of that she's an oddball right but what I've noticed and what I really like about her is that it seems like when someone seems to be actually going through it, she shows genuine concern with genuine emotion on her face and in her body language. And I love that about her. It seems very like motherly. And I noticed it in this scene, um, the secret beach meeting scene, like Heather seems upset, you know, Whitney's standing there Lisa's oh and uh, Meredith is just I don't think Meredith really said anything but she's looking at Heather and just the look on her face seemed very engaged it didn't seem um like glazed over and like checked out or disengaged like she seemed very engaged and concerned and I was like I just, I don't know, I felt such warmth like towards her and from her. And I also noticed it um, a few episodes ago when after Whitney's friend passed away and Whitney arrived at Meredith's jewelry event and she, um, Whitney and Meredith like go up to each other, same thing, this like genuine emotional concern towards somebody. Like I noticed it then. And then last season when Heather called Meredith to her room to show her black eye, Meredith seemed like it seemed very motherly, like, oh my gosh, honey, like what is going on? Like, I'm here for you. Tell me, tell me what's happening. I'm here with you. Like, let's figure it out. And I just wanted to talk about that because I really like that about her. Um. Anyways. So then Heather tells them about how her, hairdresser was friends with Monica and told Heather that Monica is actually this account on Instagram that like has been trolling them and bullying them and like spreading rumors about them and then that Heather got all this evidence and confirmation and she told the ladies that she wanted them to help her she wanted them to help her Heather confront Monica at dinner and poor Meredith gets so upset like she seems, she's just like I am so tired of people trying to hurt us like it's like she seemed genuinely like what in the world like Whitney and Lisa seemed like pissed and like are you kidding me and her and Meredith just seemed like really hurt and exhausted by it um and yeah, I don't know, I was, is it just me? Was it confusing? I'm trying to not think about it too much, but, and like try not to like read too much into it, but I couldn't follow all the like, well, she said, and she said, and the evidence and this, and I called this person, cause they're like bleeping stuff out. Like they can't say who somebody is and the timeline seemed weird. And I don't know, it was, it was a lot, but anyways, we'll just glaze past that and move on. <laughs> because I'm like, okay, so what did they do? for two hours because that flashback said like from the dinner flashback two hours to the secret beach meeting so i'm like for two hours what did they do did they just avoid monica and then they go down to the dinner and then they all start like doing the weird mystery game like whitney being mad at lisa and then meredith calling out heather all while knowing like we're gonna call out monica like to me i feel like isn't that the matter at hand like shouldn't we just go and confront monica right now like I feel like I, if it was happening to me, that's how I would handle it, but I don't know. But anyways, then the confrontation and oh my gosh, it was so good. I loved Heather saying, you don't deserve to be at this table. And when Monica said that's, um, what did she say? That's not true entirely. And Lisa's like, what do you mean entirely and monica's like it means it's part true and lb just says disgusting <laughs> i cracked up oh my gosh she is so funny oh my gosh and then when they showed the security footage from Meredith's store i gasped i audibly gasped when they showed the blonde monica on the security footage in her store and then when it cuts to meredith and monica like more recently in meredith's store and monica's like oh my gosh i've never been in here it's so cute i screamed i screamed out loud and i got goosebumps i was like liar oh my gosh like it's creepy it is creepy like I mean, I've known, I will stand by it, I've known that she is a liar. Like, hello, she is a liar, but she's great television. But just seeing that, like one after the other, like I, oh my gosh, it was amazing. And I shrieked. Um, Like there was just a lot, this, this whole scene was a lot. So it was a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming, a lot of swearing at each other. But when Lisa jumped up and is screaming at Monica, I, this probably just sounds ridiculous, but I was like, she looks so beautiful. She really did. Like she was so tan. Her hair and her makeup looked amazing. And like she had such a bright, beautiful dress on. She just looked like perfection. And then my jaw dropped when Monica said to Angie, Angie, want me to talk about your involvement? Watch it. I was like, oh my gosh, what else is gonna happen? What next? And then when Angie picks up the flower arrangement, like she's gonna do something with it. Are you guys kidding me? Are you kidding me? And you need to go back and watch it. Lisa's face in the background when Angie picks up the flower arrangement and she's like, I'm rich. lisa looked giddy it was hilarious and then they're all just basically yelling and screaming at monica saying she needs to tell the truth and say what she did with the account meanwhile heather is still playing with a little napkin doll did you guys notice that i was laughing out loud like she's literally like i think she was just nervous and you know overwhelmed but it was just a funny visual that yelling and screaming and all this drama is happening and she's just playing with his paper doll and monica said that she just recorded and posted videos of jen and the way every single one of them every single one of them with the exception of angie are screaming at the top of their lungs i was like oh my gosh And then Heather goes on to give this like monologue presentation and I had to write my favorite line and like the way she said it was just so good. She was like, who you are made no sense, but the way you acted was strangely familiar it gave me shivers it was good and then heather reveals that it was indeed jen who gave her the black eye and that she lied and defended her and i loved lisa again being like whoa (laughs) and honestly this might be a hot take but whatever honestly i'm glad that monica responded to um Heather saying that, that she covered and lied about Jen and the black eye. Monica was like, well, I'm glad you told the truth for once, because seriously, like from this Monica, I mean, from this Monica, from this monologue, I'm like, okay, Heather, so you're a liar, too. You've lied to all of us fans. You lied to Andy. How dare you? You lied to Bravo. You lied to everybody. And the whole black eye thing was such an annoying debacle. Uh, and like having her make it sound like someone forced her to like ride hard for Jen. No, you stupidly chose to do that on your own. Sorry, not sorry. So I I didn't like that, but it was I mean, it was entertaining as hell. Like I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then Monica comparing, you know, her and the account to Gossip Girl like ugh, it was good. It was really good. Um, yeah. That this was one of the best episodes I've seen in a very long time, like from beginning to end, like so good. Everybody was amazing. Um, I'm not going to bore you with like, you know, the little I can't even think of the word, but what they say the women are up to now. They gave us clips of the previous for the reunion. It's going to be a three part reunion and I'm really excited about it. What do you guys think? Are you excited? I'm really excited. Well, I'm going to get going. It is a school night. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at Bravo Maestra at Bravo M A E S T R A. And you can rate and review five stars only please. All right. Bye guys.